When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. We have not seen the risen Christ, but we see him in the lives of those transformed by grace. We have not seen Jesus face to face, but we have seen him in the faces of everyone whose love encourages us. We have not touched the wounds from the cross, but we have been called to bring healing to the scarred of the world. This is the good news which we proclaim to you. Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. Welcome to worship today. We walk in the light of his risen love.
Let us pray. Living God, we are some of those people who have not seen Jesus, but yet we have believed. There are times when we have felt that you are very close to us, and times when we know you have held us through difficult patches in our lives. But we recognise that there are also times when we feel very much like Thomas, and we need some kind of proof that you're here. Forgive us for those times when we doubt you and when it seems so hard to hang on to our faith. Reassure us when we feel lost and far away from you. Comfort us when other people seem to be so strong in their faith that it's almost discouraging, especially if we're wavering or under attack. Remind us of Thomas who couldn't believe anything that others told him until he'd seen it for himself. 
guide us gently into that place where we can meet with you and be certain of your presence with us, where we may hear your voice echoing, peace be with you. In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour, we pray. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Here is what we announce to everyone about the Word of Life. The Word was already here from the beginning. We have heard Him. We have seen Him with our eyes. We have looked at Him. Our hands have touched Him. This life has appeared. We have seen Him. We are witnesses about Him. 
and we announce to you this same eternal life. He was already with the Father. He has appeared to us. We announce to you what we have seen and heard. We do it so you can share life together with us. And we share life with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing this to make our joy complete. Here is the message we have heard from him and announced to you. God is light, there is no darkness in him at all. Suppose we say we share life with God, but still walk in the darkness, then we are lying. We are not living out the truth. But suppose we walk in the light, just as he is in the light, then we share life with one another, and the blood of Jesus' Son makes us pure from all sin. Suppose we claim we are without sin, then we are fooling ourselves. The truth is not in us. God is faithful and fair. If we confess our sins, he will forgive our sins. He will forgive every wrong thing we have done. He will make us pure. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar. His word is not in us. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But suppose someone does sin. Then we have a friend who speaks to the Father for us. He is Jesus Christ, the blameless one. He gave his life to pay for our sins. But he not only paid for our sins, he also paid for the sins of the whole world. Amen. Don't you just love waking up and seeing the sun? Mind you, being a northerner, I suppose I appreciate it more than those uh, southern softies. After all, we tend to see it less. Less is more, as some would say. Somehow seeing the sun, feeling its rays upon you, makes you think and feel, today's going to be a good day. Even though you haven't a clue what might happen. When I was a child, the dawning of the day would bring welcome relief from the dread and sometimes terror of the night. And yet for some, some people they prefer the darkness rather than exposure to the light. From darkness to light is a theme running throughout the Bible from the very beginning. The earth was formless and in darkness, and God said, let there be light. Unlike our western timescales, 24 hours running from 12 o'clock midnight to midnight, a day to the Jewish people ran from sunset to sunrise, darkness to light. 
In the Bible, the light is often symbolically uh, used to represent righteousness. The Apostle John states that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. Notice that it didn't say God's light or God is a light, but rather God is light. He is righteous, pure and holy. God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, was given by God to teach God's standard, to protect and to shed light into the human heart, and in doing so to reveal and challenge things concealed in darkness. Luke 8.17 says, For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be made known or brought out into the open. The fact that God is described in the Bible as light sets up a natural contrast with darkness. If light is a metaphor for righteousness, goodness, purity, then darkness signifies evil, evil intentions, actions and sin. The message is that God is completely, unreservedly, absolutely holy with not a hint of sin, iniquity or injustice. Light is part of his very being, as is love. 1 John 4 verse 8 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. Love, not just a feeling, but in action. 1 John 1 verse 6 says, If we claim to have fellowship with him, meaning that if we claim to have a deep friendship or intimate relationship, loving relationship with him, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and we do not live out the truth. Those who wholeheartedly have given their lives to God and only want to please him are partakers of his light and subsequently walk in it. When Jesus said in John 8 verse 8 I am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life he clearly meant that such a person would be different set apart In other words, holy. As such, their life will be marked by increasing evidence of transformation, reflecting God's nature and spirit within them for all to see. Proverbs 4 verse 18 says this, But the path of the righteous is like the light of the dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day, moving steadily from darkness into light, step by step, 
hour by hour, day by day. As the Apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter 3 verse 18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Philippians 2 verse 15 says that you may be blameless and innocent, children of God, without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Jesus used light as a picture of good works. He says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good works your good deeds Matthew 5 are you and I walking in the light are our hearts wholeheartedly devoted to God if you were to judge yourself by the Ten Commandments would you be innocent or guilty do you and I continue to lie do you and I continue to steal even if it's only something small and relatively cheap do you and I look lustfully at others Jesus said if any man looks lustfully at a woman he's already committed adultery in his heart and the same applies vice versa you know we don't we don't need God to judge us we can do it ourselves God has given us a conscience meaning with knowledge when you became a Christian your conscience became supercharged as God writes his words upon your lips and in your heart now if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us the good news is that if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness thank God for Jesus the Passover lamb whose blood cleanses us from all sin today yesterday and forever listen again to the beautiful and heartwarming words the Apostle John wrote he said this my little children I am writing these words so that you may not sin but if anyone does sin we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous and he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not for ours only for the sins of the whole world as disciples of Christ 
like the first apostles and disciples in the upper room. We have been touched by the Master's hand. Our sin and denial pierced his hands, his feet and side and broke his heart. And yet, the mighty resurrected Jesus reaches out and restores us. How can we sit idly by and watch others continue in darkness of sin, knowing that those in darkness are destined for eternal separation from God? We have been commanded by God to take the light of the gospel into the world darkened by sin to live out our lives in such a way as to open the eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God as it says in Acts 26 verse 18 to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. May the Lord empower you to walk in His way and share His good news in the precious name of the glorious resurrected Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. Amen. Amen.
Thank you for joining with us for worship today and my thanks to all those who've taken part, especially to Glenn for preaching for us. You're very welcome to join us afterwards for fellowship online and if you'd like to and would like the Zoom codes, please get in touch with me. But now we make our offering to God wherever we are today. Let us pray. For the blessings of this and all our days, we thank you, gracious God. Accept, we pray, not just our money, but also our lives, freely offered in gratitude for all you have done for us. Use them all, in our churches, our communities, and wherever you might take us. Amen. Let us pray. Risen Jesus Christ, you were an early riser that first Easter morning. You needed no alarm to raise you from your three-day slumber. The engines of creation went into reverse and you rose, scattering to the winds the remnants of death. Raise us, we pray, from the slumber of our too easy faith and put us to work in the garden of your new creation. Risen Lord Jesus, you caught the world by surprise when you broke the steel cords of death. Help us to believe that all things are possible, that nations can make peace with one another, that men and women can love their enemies, that justice can prevail and the meek can inherit the earth. Make us part of the revolution that your resurrection began. We pray especially for situations around the world today that need resolution. Risen Lord Jesus, you have given us thousands of mornings, but none like that first Easter morning. Give us eyes to see the outline of the new world that your disciples began to see that day. Help us to see all this life in the light that streams from the empty tomb. Help us to hear the captive's song of freedom and to taste the sweetness of release as eyes are opened and lives are made whole. We pray for any we know who are trapped in difficult situations and long for a way out of the tomb in which they feel imprisoned. Risen Lord Jesus, you met your friends at precisely their point of need. Mary Magdalene, Thomas, the two walking to Emmaus and Peter at the lakeside. To each you brought hope and the promise of life in abundance. Meet us in the same way, with hope and an abundant life so that we may walk in the light of your resurrection and reflect that light into a muddled world. Amen.
And now for the blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus. Amen.